welcome to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast where I do reviews, discussions, musings, and hopefully some interesting conversations. Hello, this is James with the Fecking Books podcast, and today I thought I'd give you a bit of a, a bit of a history about how I got into RPGs and uh, where I see myself going with them in the future. So, uh, well, all the way back, I started reading the Chronicles of Narnia as a child, or having my dad read them to me, and those books just were filled with such wonder and interest, and it really drew me in. But it would be around hmm, 2001 when uh, my mum decided that I really needed to take my grandmother to the pictures. So I said, uh, all right, what do I take her to? And she said, oh, well, there's this film out uh, called uh, The Lord of the Rings. It's, uh, you know, give that one a try. So with my... Uh, <laughs> My uh, half-blind grandmother. We went to the um, we went to see the Lord of the Rings, and I had to describe to her most of what was going on. Uh, needless to say, she hated it, but I fell in love with it. The story, the fact that such a story could have been portrayed in film, uh, blew my mind. I instantly went out, bought the books, devoured them. Bought uh, the audiobooks, devoured those, and continued to get everything I could with that. Fast forward a little bit, and uh, I met uh, a friend in school who was into the same kind of things I was, but uh, not into role-playing games at the time. We started playing Magic the Gathering together, and uh, we were playing that game for years, and uh, after a <laughs> a sizable bill uh, you know, stacked up for those cards. He started to get into RPGs. And he'd tell me, oh, you know, you just need the book and dice and friends, and then you just go for it. And I thought, oh, well, I think uh, oh, I'll give it a try sometime. So one day he tells me, oh, well, you know, we're, I've got a game going at the shop nearby. Uh, why don't you come by? And so myself and my then girlfriend, now my wife, we turned up at the shop and they said, all right, well, uh, we're playing Pathfinder. No idea what that was at the time. And he goes, okay, you can be whatever you like. I said, well, give me some ideas. He's like, well, you can be a half devil. I said, perfect. Uh, subsequently found out that was a tiefling. And he said, right, you can do whatever you like. Uh, there's lots of classes. He gives me a list, and I said, uh, oh, alchemist sounds interesting. And he said, um, yeah, yeah, alchemists, they uh, you know, heal people, do a bunch of different things, and then they can make bombs. And then he went on for a little bit, and I said, oh, bombs? Really? Bombs? I said, okay. So my first character ended up being a uh, a pirate, tiefling, alchemist, who made uh, bombs out of coconuts. And when I realised that I could do just about anything and be as mad as I liked with uh, my character concept, I was hooked. I went out and I bought the core rulebook and 
I uh, ran headfirst into a wall of text and a wall of feats. I got lost in the feats chapter and I closed the book with a puzzled expression on my face and tried to reconcile how the freeform and fun, do-whatever-you-like kind of adventure that I'd played could in any way be connected with this uh, user's manual. And so I... um, I tried a couple of other games with him, but the group uh, fell apart, and I walked away from it for a bit. But I was, I was interested. About this time, I stopped playing Magic: The Gathering. Uh, I uh, promised my wife that I would never play it again unless we suddenly became millionaires. And since that haven't hasn't happened, I uh, haven't picked it up again. Um, so I was interested, but I didn't know where to go. And it was around this time when D&D 5th edition started to come back in. And I thought, you know what, I'll give it a try. So I got the books, got the starter set, ran the starter set, ran um, my own adventure, ran uh, the Freeport trilogy, converted to 5th edition, started converting monsters myself, started uh, ran Curse of Strahd, and a few other things, and was thoroughly hooked. But I was hooked into role-playing, but not necessarily into D&D 5th edition. I liked it, and everyone was playing it, so that made it convenient, but I wasn't really... uh, It didn't uh, didn't hook me. And at this uh, this time, I was looking into some of the other RPGs out there, and I tried to figure out what ones uh, really appealed to me. And I found a couple. Uh, first one I found was The One Ring. Didn't fail but appeal to me, based on my love of Tolkien. Loved that one, but couldn't find any players. Mm-hmm. And then I found Fate. And that really opened the door for me. The ability to make up your own world, use any world from any game, book or whatever, and just go for it and make it up as you go along, but have a decent rule set behind it that makes it accessible. Oh, it was brilliant. The first game I ever ran online uh, was for two guys, one in Poland and one in Texas, and I said, give me a couple of uh, genres, give me a couple of situations, we'll mash them together, and we'll have a game. So they said, well, you know, we really like superheroes. I said, great, great, okay. Um, Then they said, well, we really like to do something historical. I said, oh, brilliant, okay, I think I can manage that. And then they said, why don't we do something about the Battle of Waterloo? And I said, superheroes at the Battle of Waterloo. Perfect. So um, we put our own slant on it, and uh, oh yes, the uh, main ingredient—if uh, you can pardon the phrase—was that um, the weapons, the uh, uh, the weapons, and the reason for the conflict was about food production. So the uh, French were armed with. Um, uh, baguettes instead of swords, and the uh, main character, or one of our characters, was um, piloting a tank in the shape of a teapot, 
and the other was fi- uh, wandering around in a uh, mech, uh, a mech suit made out of coffee cake. It was the strangest, most insane game I've ever run, and still one of my top games. It was so much fun, so insane, and with so many laughs. And I have been running RPGs consistently ever since. The more I, the more games I can run, the better. But uh, I will say that uh, I seem to be currently living in a bit of a desert. Uh, I live in Southern California, so that's not too surprising. But a desert when it comes to role-playing. Um, surrounded by Pathfinder players and D&D 5th edition players, but since I don't touch either of those games anymore, it's difficult to find uh, local people to um, join in a group with. I've uh, My collection, since that point, has grown, and currently the one that I'm uh, really getting into at the moment is uh, RuneQuest Garantha. Uh, until about a year ago, I didn't know anything about Glorantha, and then I bought 13th Age Glorantha, which I love, and then Hero Quest Glorantha, which I think I love, but I don't understand, and now Rune Quest Glorantha, which I'm going through at the moment, and it's ticking all the boxes for me. So, I'm hoping that uh, in the next uh, little while, I'll be getting that one to the table. I do have a couple of players locally, and there is a new uh, game shop that just started a few months ago, and we're going to try and meet there and see if we can recruit some more and see how it goes. But I'm very much hoping that I will get to uh, bring that one to the table soon. But yeah, I thought I'd give you a little bit of a backstory about how I got into RPGs, and uh, I will say... uh, At this point, I'll let you know the name of the channel or why it has that name. Uh, Growing up, I, you know, uh, despite the fact that my mother sent me to go see The Lord of the Rings, she's always hated pretty much anything to do with D&D. And uh, without ever actually reading it or playing it, of course. And uh, pretty much every time she sees me now, she says, are you reading, still reading those fecking books? To which I reply, yes, yes, indeed. And I had the great pleasure recently of letting her know that uh, D&D got me a job because uh, the uh, a fellow who uh, I game with said that there was a position opening up at his company and he'd found out through uh, about it through a game uh, gamer at his table. So three people have got jobs from uh, D&D and I'm one of the lucky ones. So that... Um... <laughs> That pretty much silenced her. We'll see how long that lasts. But yeah, I'm very much uh, looking forward to uh, doing a review of RuneQuest uh, sometime in the near future. I also happen to have uh, Forbidden Lands from Freer Ligan that uh, I am very much looking forward to reviewing. And hopefully I can get that one to the table. At the moment I'm working on a hack where I'm using the Forbidden Lands engine, but the setting from Simbarum, which is another, well, formerly a Young Ringen game, but now a Free Ligan game as well. And uh, the setting is just marvellous, but the uh, system for me is a bit fiddly, and uh, 
it's not um doesn't inspire me uh, anywhere near as much as the setting does that and uh hopefully my birthday coming up in a little over a week i will be getting uh some guys together to uh, play some games we might do RuneQuest, we might do Forbidden Lands, and I really hope that I can convince them to do Blades in the Dark because that's kind of been my uh, uh, that's been my white whale game. It's not been out that long, but ever since I found it, I've wanted to run that one and uh, still haven't found a group to give it a go yet. So I figure that if I uh, get them there for my birthday, they can't refuse. <laughs> but yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, more reviews and hopefully I'll be hearing from some of you. If uh, any part of what I've said has resonated with you or you've got some similar stories of parental disapproval, um, feel free to send me a message. You've been listening to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast. If you've uh, got any um, suggestions for topics I should cover or any um, comments, uh, commentary, uh, send me a message. I look forward to hearing from you.